0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another One Youth Devo. Patrick here, and Jamie is not here today. I'm with someone different, my good friend, Andrew. Andrew, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Hey, guys. So I am a senior at Calvin College in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I am from Encinitas, California. I actually grew up in this church, and this is my church home. I am super excited to be hanging out with you guys all summer.
0: Heck, yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited too. And the reason why we're gathering right now is to talk about scripture. All right. So today we're going to dive into the New Testament, uh, the gospel of John, and we're going to be reading out of chapter 14 and we're going to start at verse five. Andrew, do you want to read verse five through 14 for us this morning?
1: Sure. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where we are going. So how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that we will and that we will be enough for us. Jesus answered, do you know me, Philip, even after I have been among you such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am the Father and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you are not just my own, rather it is the Father living in me who is doing the work. Believe me when I say that I am the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the miracles themselves. Tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Son may bring glory to the Father You ask me for anything in my name and I will do that. This passage is
0: um, Jesus with his disciples and uh, they're getting ready to travel, obviously. And Thomas comes to Jesus with a question in verse five. Lord, we don't know where you're going. So how can we know the way? And this this, uh, question is really good because it shows that Thomas understood that talking to Christ is not necessarily about big words or how you say things or sounding really punctual and smart, but it's more about just being honest. And so it's like good understanding to know that like, when we come to Christ, we don't need to like form words perfectly in prayer. So we can just be like, enter into a normal conversation so that's what I like about verse five. Uh, and then verse six is one of verse six is N seven is really one of like a uh, really well known Bible verse. It's quoted a lot. I'm the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. So Andrew, when you read that, what, what, how do you interpret that? Like, what does that mean to you? Well,
1: I'd say there's only one path to God and that is to follow Jesus and God and to know that. Jesus came down and did all these wonderful things for you and died for you and that you can't take a shortcut or take a long way around or take just a different way around is that you need to take that way. He is the way, the truth, and the life.
0: And I think that that's something that Philip didn't really understand I think Philip's idea of like coming to the father, coming to Christ was something big and magnificent by the way you said, show us the father and that'll be enough for us he didn't understand that the father was in front of him. And Jesus was very clear in that response by saying, don't you know me, Philip, even after I've been among you such a long time, it just shows that Christ is really at work in a lot of places in our lives and his glory is shown. So like in this time that's different, how has Christ kind of been shown in your life? I'd
1: say he's really been telling me to kind of reach out to other people and kind of, Since I can't, I won't see people every week at church or I'm not going to see my friends all the time and just see other people. He wants me to reach out and kind of let people know that I'm there for them and that he's also there for them and just kind of work, allow him to work through me in these times where we have little contact, but be able to make, he wants me to make the contact that I can in order to maintain and strengthen connections with people he wants to reach. That's a good
0: word. Maintaining connections um, and understanding that Christ is kind of everywhere. I think that's really good. So moving on, like Jesus kind of starts asking like a lot of questions. Verse 10, don't you believe that I am the father and that the father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the father living in me who is doing this work and he continues saying, believe me when I say that I am the father and the father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Very truly. I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the father. So when I read that, I get hung up verse 12, whoever believes in me will do the works I've been doing and they'll do them even greater. I think, how can, how can i do something greater than christ and there is a, a mentor of mine that told me once it's not about you being better than jesus necessarily but that the magnitude of what you're doing is going to go beyond what beyond what Jesus is, was able to do when he was here in the flesh. So Jesus discipled 12 people and then said, okay, now you're going to go on into the world and you're going to disciple people. And then those people discipled people and disciple people and continue going. And so when he says greater in that sense, that's kind of what I think of. And it's good to think about what what things are you doing in your personal life, people are listening that are helping make Jesus's mission when He was here on Earth in the flesh greater? And for me, it was, it's you know, sitting and recording devos, sitting and talking to students, sitting and uh, you know, having fun with people, and uh, living out what I feel called to do, which is ministry. And so, for people that Andrew, for people that are processing calling and feeling like, I don't know how I'm going to do great things. What's some, what's like some advice that you could give people on just like motivation on how to do great things in
1: the name of the Lord? Well, it's definitely not, not everyone's calling is going to be the same. And sometimes it's going to put you into your comfort zone, out of your comfort zone, but there's just, you just have to trust and you got to go for it. One of my buddies is, he's at school right now, and um, for one of his classes, he had to go out and evangelize with some people, and his uh, leader on that trip was, asked him what was something that would just make him super uncomfortable and put him out of his comfort zone, and he said, open-air preaching. And so his professor told him to stand up on a fountain and speak to this line of people who were waiting in line for food. They didn't really, they didn't sign up to go listen to a sermon, and He just started preaching the gospel and later he found out that, uh, someone else went and talked to someone else. And they said that that guy standing on the fountain made that made him think that, dang, I need to reconnect with God. And that just goes to show that if you go out of your comfort zone, great things can happen. And if you just jump in with both feet, God will work through you.
0: Wow. That's so neat. That's like such a good testimony as well to God truly being at work and using us to do even greater things. Uh, so what what was, do you know what it was like for your friend after the fact? Did he have feedback on um, if it was difficult, if it felt good, if he felt the spirit at work in him? Did he, what did he say about that?
1: Well, initially he said it was really difficult because that was something way outside his comfort zone. Um, but as he was doing it, it got more and more easy and it kind of just flowed. And when he was done, he got down and, he said he felt very amazed that he was able to do that and he did it so well. And then later when he did get this gratification of actually affecting someone and impacting their thoughts and what they wanted to do, which doesn't always happen, almost never happens. He said that he felt God tapping him on the shoulder saying, good job. This is what I wanted you to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's cool. And you know, the, that's like a good point is you know, going out and doing, uh, like preaching, speaking about the word of God to people, uh, you, you most of the time don't know the fruits of that work. And that's like part of the, the greatness of the glory and uh, the greatness of the kingdom of God is that, uh, it's not like what we do. Like, yes, we are, a. a a vessel to preach God's word. And we are like used to do that, but it's like, and it's our voice boxes that are actually forming and the sounds, but it's Christ speaking through us. It's not necessarily what anything that is like about our control. So that's just like one of the really neat things. And to actually, you know, get that feedback of, wow, you know, someone like is now, uh, Starting up their relationship with Christ again to hear that kind of feedback is just you know praise the Lord totally with that and so verse thirteen and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son you may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it what is what does that verse kind of speak to you what do you what do you think when you hear that
1: so I think that's saying prayer works in the most simple of terms so like talk to God. He knows what's going on, but tell him what's going on and what you think needs to happen and or if you just want his help in something. And it may not always look like a direct response to a prayer. Like it's never going to be black and white. You're never going to, it's not going to happen. You ask for something, you're going to get it. It's God works in mysterious ways. So if you ask for strength and times and healing, and he'll, he will help you. It just may not always take the form that you think it's going to take. And one thing
0: I I tell a lot of people that I sit down with is when you enter into time of prayer, a lot of people take the posture of just motor mouth. They got to say as much as possible and then they say amen and they go about their day. And An important part of prayer is sitting and listening as well. And I think I, I know I'm this is like a problem for me is I overlook that all the time. It's hard for me to sit and listen because all of a sudden my brain just goes into to-do list mode. It's like, oh, you didn't take out the trash. You got to do laundry. You gotta, you forgot to email this person. You know, you have four missed phone calls. You better call those people back. If you enter prayer as a conversation, God might be telling you, you ask for something and God might say, you know what? you need to just, you need to pray about that more. Here's like something to consider. Here's something, something to think about, or God might answer your prayer in a totally different way. And if you don't, if you're not there to listen, you might not get that answer. And so I think listening in prayer is also super important, but like you said, you pray anything in God's name and he's going to, like he says in scripture, and I will do it And it's going to be in his way. Mm -hmm. It's not anyone else's way. So that's just a super good word to uh, remember
1: and consider. There's just one way to one way to God. And that's through Jesus and following him and knowing what he did for you. In order to do that, you need to maintain a relationship with him and pursue pursue the relationship.
0: It's always a work in progress. You never are. You have never completed your relationship with Christ. There's no finish line. There's no end goal. There's no, you you can't know everything because there's always room to grow. And just having that mindset of learning, growing, and communicating is super important. Thank you everyone for tuning in to today's Devo. Thank you, Andrew, for joining me. I look forward to hearing you more on the podcast
1: and we will talk to you again soon.